Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. We're going pop icons for 500, please, Alex. Here's the headline, Brandon. Britney Spears' book, The Woman in Me is an Angry Cautionary Tale. We got this review from Mark Savage from the BBC, but you can get snippets from Britney's book from anywhere you want. Yeah, I mean, Mark Savage, It's art can people from Great Britain, England be woke? I don't know. Uh, I assume they can. Mark Savage is a true flat out, I mean, music writer. So the guy has written every article I looked him up. He's all about writing about music. This was kind of an interesting take. This whole article made me sad, but I won't give it away. So real quickly, do you care about Britney Spears? And should people care about Britney Spears before we get in? I care about her as a human being. I read these things about these people that were stars, especially kid stars, and it just breaks your heart because you're like, you want to punch their parents in the face. You're like, who does that to their kids? Pimping out your kids. And then on the other, the other part that I cared about was the mental health part of this because we've talked about that a lot on the show. It's very personal to me. And like, how do we deal with people that have mental health issues or whatever? But I don't want to, I don't want to steal the thunder on that one, Larry. But yes, I definitely cared about this. I was just wondering if the average American, like, do, my 16-year-old daughter, does she care? I think people that were 16 when she was popular, yeah, when they blew up, would care because they it's part of their youth and their childhood. And mm. you know, people that were in the in the late 90s or 90s and early aughts watching this it's a train wreck. All right, just a couple of speeches is Britney Spears has been subject to scrutiny and ridicule throughout her life. As a teenager, journalists repeatedly asked her questions about her breasts and her sex life. As an adult, she was imprisoned under a conservatorship that stripped her of some of the most basic human rights. For 13 years under that conservatorship of her father, she could not see her two sons without approval. Her driving license was confiscated. She could not choose her meals and was forbidden from drinking tea or coffee. When she wanted to have a contraceptive removed, her request was denied. That court order imposed, overseen by her father, was lifted two years ago when a judge ruled Spears could make her own decisions again. This book, I first off wonder why famous people that have gone through a whole bunch of their life would want to write a book and do a tell-all and share all the bad stuff that are out there. I was recently listening to an interview with John Stamos, who's also written a book. And he talks about his drug abuse and his marriages. And he said it was therapeutic to be able to put all this bad stuff in a book and just get it out there. So I'm wondering, because if it was me, I would never share all this stuff in my life. I wonder if it truly is cathartic for these famous people to write these books and tell us about all the junk that happened in their life. Well, ultimately, they live a very public life, regardless of what they do when you're that famous. Yeah, but then why do I got to write a book? So, right. Well, because I think that John Stamos is probably right. I mean, you've you've had all this speculation out there publicly. People are writing about you, talking about you. It's a chance for you to kind of tell your own story. And obviously make money. I mean, I'm sure there's a uh, there's a well, that's the part, part that drives me crazy. It's like, oh. does Brittany need more money? That makes me even more sad that she had to tell well, us all about. Well, I don't know. I mean, she who knows what happened with her money? Who knows what went down with that? By the way, I didn't know John Stamos was into drugs. I thought he was like Mr. Perfect. My point would be like Frank Sinatra never wrote a tell-all book about. Do you have a little bit of respect for yourself to just keep some of your private part, bro? You cannot compare. These people to the chairman of the board. That dude was like, I mean, I'm I just, know. But different but generation. Classy people in, like yeah. Britney Spears 
seems like she's a person that's going to tell all. You wonder, though, if Sinatra was around, like Rick came up today and became famous today, if he wouldn't. I mean, I think it's the nature of the times in which we live that people do this stuff. I mean, your whole life, is, especially when you're a famous figure, your life is played out. The question I would ask, Larry, is if, if and when the, po- the Smart Article podcast just blows up and we became like Joe Rogan asked, are you writing a tell-all about your life? I don't, you know, I think ultimately, no. I just think... Oh, I'm definitely doing it. I will pimp myself really? out. No, I probably wouldn't. I would write a biography of my father because I think his story would be fascinating. But yeah, no, I don't need to... T- I mean, whatever. I'm an open book. People can hear what I have to so, say. So listen, just as a point counterpoint to what you just said, John Stamos and Britney Spears, whoever writing these books, I don't hear them saying, hey, listen, I wrote this book. I don't need the money. I don't want to get it all to the Sisters right. of Mercy. Right. And I'm, it's more here for the catharsis for me. That yeah. would be great. That that would be great. Right. I, I mean, to the, I mean, this isn't really the whole heart of the article, but we've talked about this. We've known a few people in our life that were marginally famous or whatever, actors, Hollywood. You've known people in the radio business. I mean, the most messed up people I've ever met have been people that are seeking fame. I mean, seeking fame mm. is just a foolish errand. I, honest to God, really, truly mean this. I would love it if this show got huge and popular and, and we got to do So you could see do. me start snorting cocaine? Yes. So you could see me watch me go? I would hope to be rich and unknown. <laughs> I would love to be, to be successful but relatively unknown. I think about, like, Fresh Air with Terry Gross, right? I mean, I don't know if, if she's walking down the street in Brooklyn. Do you think people are like, oh, it's Terry Gross? Probably not, but I'm sure she's made. She's got to do what she wanted to do. She's probably made a, a fair, a decent living doing it. That's the kind of success that I would like. Now, when you look at Britney Spears, who was America's sweetheart, dude, she was the thing in the '90s. She was the. Remember that what video? She's in the Catholic schoolgirl. Kill me, baby, one more time. Yeah, yeah she's in the Catholic schoolgirl. I mean, she's like skeevy old men's fantasy. She had the one with the snake. I'm saying they pimped her out, bro. You no, no, no. Let me take that. You take that back. Not they pimped her out. Her dad right. literally pimped her out. Well, her dad did, but there's also, you know, there was a machine around that of people. That I agree, that. but it was her dad that said, hey, put her in the skimpy outfits, put a snake around her naked body, and have my daughter as a sex symbol. That is, and by the way, it gets worse on her father down the road. So explain to me really quickly, don't take too long on this, but did you... How did, they, how did they put her into conservatorship? Was it that she had mental health issues? I think like, it sort I, of started, That's the part I don't understand. I think it sort of starts around the Justin Timberlake time. She gets into this in this article. She kind of has a little bit of a mental break right. after the Justin Timberlake shaves her head. Well, she had an abortion. Yeah. And so her parents say- okay. Well, she said she didn't have a mental break. She just wanted to free herself. I, that's the part that was confusing to me. It's like, was she actually mentally ill and, and she was diagnosed? Or was she, were they just taken advantage of? I mean, and I think that's the eternal question that the dad would argue I was taking care of her and she would argue she got taken advantage of. And I don't think we're ever going to get a real clear answer. Yeah, I don't. I, I, a definitive answer on that is going to be tough. I mean, it really is about he said, she said. The saddest part about this, I mean, you're a father. I'm a father. The thought of taking advantage of your own child for your oh, own yes. life. I mean, like, it, it seems oh. so completely antithetical if anybody out there in the audience is like yeah i'll pit my kids out to make a lot of money please write us tell us just give us the psychology behind that because like 
it feels like to me that the very nature of being a parent is to give your child the best possible life you can. And I know that there are circumstances that, you know, people that have addiction issues and mental health issues that can really affect being a parent and not making the greatest decisions for your kids. But this felt like this dude was, it's just weird to me that you have these parents that do this. And that was the part that most, right. You said, do I care at the beginning? That's what I care about. I'm like, I don't know Britney Spears. You don't know Britney Spears. She could be wackadoodle do, but it didn't sure didn't feel like they were doing what was absolutely best for her. And I think it wasn't it was it Shelly Duvall who had the mental breakdown and she's like a little bit crazy. And they basically just kind of like took her out of the public light. I mean, her her dad, Robert Duvall, and kind of took her out because she just completely had psychotic breaks. That's a parent that's trying to, and again, I might be making that up, but I'm pretty sure it's Shelly Duvall. A parent who loves their kid is going to do whatever they can to help their kid. So conservatorship, we talked about it on that show on mental health. We talked about California doing their, whatever their program is. There are times where people cannot care for themselves. Mm. This didn't feel like one of those It times. didn't. It felt yeah, like someone wanted to make a lot of money. As speaking of, of five two white guys that are not Hollywood reporters, we don't know. No, no, we don't. That's my point. I don't know what the deal was, but I do know this: she did get conservatorship removed. So yeah. someone along the line in the system was like, "Whoa, no, she does not need to be controlled by her family." So clearly, there's something. Now, if we hear that she's like jumped out a window or done something really wacky, like Amber Heard then we might have a different view of this. But right now, it just feels like, wow, someone was really taking advantage of her. It does, There's this old saying, more money, more, more money, more problems. Right. I interviewed the guy, Will Smith, in that movie, Pursuit of Happiness, becomes the famous right. uh, stock trader. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed the guy that that was Will based Smith, on. And he was saying, he goes, more money, more problems. I'm the exact example of that. As soon as I became rich, my sister sued me for money. I was watching the Netflix documentary on Tony Finau, the famous golfer. He now has to support 40 family members. I mean, if you become rich and famous, I guarantee people are coming after you asking for money. And it breaks your heart because it's people that you thought loved you. So sometimes you get, certainly with Britney Spears, she becomes rich and famous and her life becomes a train wreck. It's not all. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons why rich people become like they, they become standoffish and different when they get a level of success because they're probably hit on every day. Oh you my know, every day someone wants something from them. So you, you get to the point where like, um, yeah. yeah, I just can't deal with you right now. And you see why rich people only hang out with other rich people because they don't want something from them, yeah. at least in their mind. But I think that this whole thing, I mean, it's sort of the groundbreaking part of this. Now I'm a big JT, Justin Timberlake fan. I think he's funny, talented. Oh, no. Great that off, guy great has more talent in his pinky yeah. than all of my family line. But it was really interesting to me. And again, it's a he said, she said, I'm a little bit, like, yeah. I don't want to believe this. But the fact that they didn't want to admit that she was needed an abortion. So he strummed the guitar I mean, while she laid on the floor. I don't know. That sounded fishy to me. I don't know. I, oh, I'd like to think that JT would do that. Once again, you're a sexist because you're taking the man side and not. Right. I know. I, you're right. I'm a horrible person. But. That was the big, that's the groundbreaking stuff from this book is that her relationship with JT went off the, and, and, and he broke yeah, up with her over text again, and whatever. Like, what are we, like, that's the salacious tabloid yeah, crap. Of course. That of course. People write books for, and it's so stupid. That's where I'm like, you should have written, should have written it. That makes me say to her, that's the part of it where I'm like, why were, what, what? I mean, do you really want control of your life? Do you want to have your kids 
whatever it is that she was going through. I mean, I, again, it, it is really, really hard to figure out where the truth is and where the truth isn't. It's just difficult when you get somebody okay. like that. So to wrap this up, I cannot wait mm. till Maple turns 13 oh. and you start sticking her in dance videos. You get her on stage. <laughs> That's not happening. outfits. Not happening. You get her some voice training. Sure. And next thing you know, you've got a conservative ship. You're, you're riding high in your Beverly Hills mansion while Maple's out shaking her thing in Vegas. I can't wait for this all to unfold. Right in front of my... Let me ask you a serious question before you... As you make a joke about that, I was just thinking about it. Your kids are pretty athletic kids. What if one of your kids, like, got really... Like, to the point where he could or she could get, like, a legitimate, like, athletic scholarship or go professional? And then all of a sudden, all the all the snakes come out of the woodwork, and they're all over your kid to do it. Would you be the parent that would be involved in that in terms of, like, pimping them out? Or would you be like, nah, we're not playing that. We're not doing that. Here's what I would do if I ever got in that situation. I would be the gatekeeper for my child. Say, hey, man. Yeah. Tell anybody that comes to you and asks for anything, come to me. You live your life. Anybody, relatives, friends, whatever. I'll be the bad guy for everything you need in life and just shield you from all of it. Did you ever see that documentary broke? Uh, it was an ESPN document. It doesn't matter. It's about all these players that get all this money and then they go broke. Oh, yeah, One, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Jamal, uh, Jamal Anderson, not Jamal Anderson, played at Kentucky or North Carolina, one of those two schools. Anyway, point is he made all this money and he's super successful now. All, those, all these businesses and they were interviewing him. He's like, I had a dad that said the first thing you do is get a good lawyer and a good accountant. His parents were totally with him and helped and support him. And that's what led to his success. Like any parent would do for their kid, any good. Parent Not any, because we kid. just read a whole book about Britney Spears dad. Exactly. But my point is like her dad and mom didn't come along behind her and support her and say, hey, that's not a good idea. We're not going to do X. We're not going. We're going to take less in order to make sure that you have a healthy, happy life. That obviously didn't happen in the Spears household. Yeah, I once again cannot wait for Maple's first album to drop. I'll be buying at least five copies. Sure, I'll follow her on TikTok. Brandon's going to be a great stage dad. Brandon, thank you.